Hello, warriors, and welcome back to the arena. It's your host, Christabel, and this is the Surviving the Arena podcast, a show where I share with you the lessons I have learned along my journey of self-discovery. The goal of this podcast is to share my experiences in order to help you overcome the things that are holding you back and achieve the future you have always been dreaming of. From the power of your mindset to authentic self-awareness and self-love, together we'll develop the tools we need to survive the arena. Hello warriors and welcome back to the arena. Jumping straight on in, this week I have been binging some, in my opinion, interesting content on YouTube. I have been watching some non-verbal analyses on the channel called Observe, which I will tag in the episode description if you want to go and check it out, which I highly recommend that you do. And all that aside, on the channel, the main guy watches everything from those typical YouTuber apology videos to reality TV episodes and criminal interrogation interviews, and essentially breaks down people's non-verbal cues to give us, the audience, an idea of how they are truly feeling despite the words that are coming out of their mouths. I probably didn't give as great of an explanation of the channel and what it does as I would have liked, so just trust me and head over there and check it out to see for yourself. Now, watching these videos and listening to the guy's analysis is incredibly interesting to me, and there are many things that I take away from his videos, but this week, They really got me thinking about accountability, self-accountability in particular. Every video that I happened to watch from that channel had some element in which the person being analyzed was lacking a lot of accountability in a situation and it showed through both their verbal and nonverbal cues. It got me thinking about what self-accountability truly is, and why it matters for each and every one of us to be able to hold ourselves accountable. I think that many of us are able to hold others accountable, or at least recognize the ways in which others need to be held accountable, but when it comes to doing that for ourselves, well, we have a harder time with that one naturally. Holding yourself accountable means recognizing that you have flaws that you have a role to play in every single situation, and that sometimes you are wrong and you're going to need to deal with that. But as hard as it is, accountability and being able to hold yourself truly accountable is a skill that we all need. In fact, I believe that accountability is one of the keys to achieving true peace. You see, the biggest component of accountability is being able to come to terms with the fact that you have a role to play in every situation and acknowledging that you have a lot more control than you think that you do. And I really do mean that. No matter what the situation, if you have done something or something is being done or has been done to you, no matter what, you have some kind of role to play and some level of control over the outcome. But coming to terms with this reality That takes some real honesty with yourself. You need to be honest about things like how you feel and about what it is you want and need, and then you need to take a good hard look at yourself and figure out the role that you need to play in order to make those things come to fruition for you. Because, yes, 
it is up to you. There are many times in life where someone has done something to me and at the onset of the situation, I couldn't see the role that I needed to play. I only saw what was done to me and how the offending person needed to be held accountable for their actions. I only saw how they needed to change in order for me to achieve happiness and peace. And then I grew a little and learned a lot. And I realized that the only person responsible for my peace and happiness, the only person who can give me those things, is me. Accountability in this sense that I'm speaking about is not about pointing out how those around you need to change. It's about seeing how you may need to change or how your perspective on a situation may need to change. It's about recognizing that it is only your actions that you can control and that waiting for others to change, wanting others to change, whether they do or not, will not bring you the peace or happiness that you are looking for in that moment. Think back to how many times in your life you wanted, deserved an apology for something, but never received it. I can almost guarantee that we all know what that feels like. But we have two options here. We can sit around and wait for the person to note the error of their ways and apologize, or we can even tell them what they did wrong and try to hold them accountable. Or we can recognize our role, choose to forgive, apology or not, and move forward in whatever way we see fit. One option brings us uncertainty and stress, and the other brings us peace. Choosing to take control of a situation and only focus on what role we can play to make things better for ourselves is a form of accountability. It is taking note of the fact that peace of mind is your choice. Yes, you can sit around and wait for an apology that may never come, but while you are waiting, you are getting potentially angrier, more frustrated, and you are definitely putting your happiness and peace in the control of someone else. In those moments, you are saying that someone else, and only they, are responsible for making you happy, and we know that just isn't true. No matter what, you have a choice, you have a role. Choosing to forgive, regardless of an apology or not, it frees you. It brings you peace of mind and happiness because you are holding yourself accountable by recognizing that it is only you that you can change, and only your perspective, and it is only you who can truly have an effect on your peace and happiness. This is hard to come to terms with, because saying that you are the only one responsible for your happiness means that we cannot place blame, no matter what. And that is hard, especially when something is being done to us and we can't see how we can control the matter, or have any ounce of control in the matter. But sometimes, it's not about controlling the actual situation, as much as it is about controlling the way that you react to it. If I am still sitting with something, if something is still bothering me days after it has occurred, it is not on the other person to solve that for me. It is up to me to decide to either speak up or move on. I heard a phrase a while ago, but it has been coming up a lot recently, and it goes like this. If it is still bothering you after 24 hours, speak up within 48. And when I heard this one, it 
really hit me. This is one of those moments where I had to hold myself accountable because this is something that I personally struggle with. Depending on the situation, of course, it can take me a fair bit of time to move forward or even to hold myself accountable for the role that I'm playing in recovering from the situation. There are many areas of my life where this concept, where this phrase is highly applicable. One of those areas, one of those situations, comes into play with regard to my dad. As many of you will know, I still live in the same home as my dad, but the relationship is drastically different from what it was when I was younger. Every day, we bypass one another, not speaking a word. Most days this happens, and I don't comment on it, but every once in a while, it does get to me. All of a sudden, I'll have a day where I'm very agitated. And I'll be sitting there kind of upset, wondering what kind of a parent would be able to walk around a house not speaking to their kid. I wonder what kind of person could just walk through life not acknowledging how they've hurt someone. How they could walk around pretending like nothing happened. I want very much to hold him accountable. To scream and yell everything that is sitting on my heart. Everything I want him to hear so that he may change. But then I remember that the only person I can truly hold accountable is myself. Then I randomly hear a phrase like the one I just mentioned, and I remember that I need to be honest with myself and acknowledge the actual fact that I do not want to do any of that, that the potential repercussions of doing that are just not something that I want to deal with. In being honest with myself about my wants and needs, in holding myself accountable for what I am expecting from other people and what I am actually supposed to be doing myself, I remember that in many ways, just like my dad in this situation, I want to pretend like nothing is happening. So, when I read that phrase, particularly the speak up within 48 hours part, I realize that I haven't been seeing my role in all of this. Just as I want my dad to talk to me, I can just as easily try to talk to him. But then comes into play self-accountability and thus being honest about the role I'm playing. And I recognize that there is no part of me that wants that conversation, whether it's started by him or by me. Instead, now that I was able to hold myself accountable for what I truly want and need and what my role in achieving those things is, I have made the choice to choose peace and move on. And my version of moving on means healing and forgiving. I truly have healed from everything that has happened in the past, and every single day, I forgive my dad. And that truly does bring me peace. Not just because I'm releasing anger or sadness, but because I am taking back control of the situation. I have found that a lot of times, I struggle We struggle because we cannot control a situation. We cannot control other people or force them to behave the way that we think that they should. And naturally, that is hard for many of us to deal with. So the way that I see it, we need to find a way to take back control. And self-accountability is the way that I think we need to do so. We need to be able to look at ourselves and see the role that we are playing in a situation. Good or bad, we need to be able to acknowledge that it's not about changing others if we are unhappy, but about changing ourselves. In relationships, for example, 
Some of us spend years hoping that the other person will wake up one day and see the error of their ways and change in the ways that we want them to. We look at them day in and day out, confused as to why they don't understand or see what they are doing wrong. But we will rarely turn around to look at ourselves and how we are behaving to maintain the status quo of a situation. We will rarely look at how we are perpetuating this idea that our happiness is dependent on the behavior of those around us. We will rarely see how we are working to worsen the situation instead of working to make it better. Now, I don't say all of this wanting any of you warriors to feel badly about yourselves. Accountability is difficult and something that I struggle with daily. But it is in this struggle that I have learned how important this concept is when it comes to finding true peace and thus happiness. So I wanted to share that with all of you as well. The main thing I see is that accountability takes honesty within yourself. It takes you being able to look at yourself and see where you may need to make changes. And it's not always a negative thing either. A lot of the times you will just find areas where you are actually desiring more growth or areas where you need to make a decision that will ultimately make your life better. Change, growth, healing, forgiveness, it all starts with you. And I truly believe that accountability is the first step to realizing all of that. That is all that I have for you this episode, Warriors. I truly hope that you enjoyed it and that you all have an amazing week ahead. Thank you, Warriors, for tuning in to Episode 9. Remember to tune in every Friday for brand new episodes. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at SurvivingTheArena and Twitter at SurviveTheArena. I am also on Facebook, so make sure to follow and recommend the podcast Facebook page, which you can find by searching Surviving the Arena Podcast in the Facebook search bar. If you are enjoying Surviving the Arena, please share it with your friends and leave me a rating and some feedback. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you next time.